Hi everybody, this is Jeremy from In Bed by Night. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're enjoying the episode and wondering how you can support the show, there are several ways you can go about this. First one would be to leave a rating on your preferred platform. Um, the second one would be to leave a review. Um, I know not all not all platforms have the option to leave a review. So if you can't on your platform, um, consider going to Podchaser and leaving a review there. Um, reviews help us get out there, help folks who might be on the fence or looking for something similar to things that they like. Um, just get the show in front of new people. And then finally, um, if you haven't subscribed to the show on, again, your preferred platform, please do so. Um, and also feel free to share it with a friend. Um, word of mouth is such a powerful tool still in the digital age. On to today's episode, and I hope you enjoy it. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome into another episode of In Bed by Nine. It's me, Diabolic Tutor, here hanging out with Jeremy. Jeremy, how has your week been? Uh, it has been crazy as usual when you have uh, kids. You know how that goes. They all have t-ball, softball, karate, music lessons, and singing lessons. So it's chaotic. And I had like yesterday, I'll just give a quick example before I go yeah. into uh, I had two kids with t-ball games at the same time luckily they were on the field next to each other but it was still chaotic trying to get pictures and videos of both so and then i had and then i had my uh my oldest daughter with me and she was just busy asking a million and one questions going should we do this should we do that and i'm like really i'm trying i'm desperately trying to get photos here so if you want to play with she was like she wanted to use my phone like you are welcome to take pictures and do this stuff for me but i gotta try to multitask and i'm already not very good at that so yeah yeah, but how was your well. weekend? Uh, same thing. Kids are crazy. Uh, first real hot weekend. So like we decided to swim the entire day in the hose and making a mess. My little one being just shy of three decided that, you know, it'd be fun to do dad full tilt, run into a pool um, without anyone's warning and do backsplashes and uh, cannonballs. Um, terrified to be the crud. But after we figured out how to do it safely, he had a blast. Um, but yeah, those are kids. Um you know, getting over hand, foot, and mouth myself. You know how rare it is for an adult to get rare hand, foot, and mouth? Let us hear it. Hit us, teacher. I, it's very rare. That's all I can say, but I got it. And that was the weirdest moment of my life. And, like, everyone's, like, laughing. I mean, like, I don't – I get it. I guess so, I'm a child. I'm still a child. So outside of dengue, here. fever, and Ebola, you pretty much have – you know, immune to everything, and now aren't Pretty you? Pretty much. I thought being in a fraternity, living in a fraternity house for a while, I thought I got the immunities there. But man, oh man, I'm catching brand new ones from kindergarten again. Wow. She's in crackers. That's all I can say that much. So, oh, anyways, that's enough of our crazy lives. Hopefully, oh, long story short, hopefully I get back to streaming again and not feel like I'm dying every time I turn on the stream camera um, and get through one week of actual streaming. So here's knocking on June. Make sure we don't, you know, get any more diseases. Don't break your hand knocking, though, please. Oh, so, no, oh, my geez. Anyways, well, Jeremy, we do have another guest on here today. Who do we have? Yes, we have the Planty Gamer, aka Planty. So I'll let her decide what name she wants to go by for this interview. Anyways, welcome in. Thank you so much. I'm super ecstatic to be a part of the Embedded by Nine podcast. Um, hi, everyone. I am Planty. I go by Planty for shorts. It's a lot easier. Yes. <laughs> but I. And super excited to be here. Just a little bit about myself. I am kind of a crazy streamer, very chaotic. I'm part of the Pug Empire stream team, as well as I have 193 houseplants in my house. 
193. Nice. Explains the name very well. <laughs> I feel like it's fitting. <laughs> yes. Um, so I told Jeremy this, and I told you this when we were kind of communicating back and forth, of kind of planning things out. You were one of my streamers on my short list to get on here. I'm so excited to get you on here. Um, so, well, I'm saying I'm excited to be here. So, so planting 193 plants. Yes. Seriously, 193 oh, yes. <laughs> plants. Let's just start with that line for a second. You said that. What? what? How do you handle that many plants in one house? Well, my motto is, you know, leave it the F alone. <laughs> so you don't touch it unless it needs to be touched. So my plants are separated into three different environments. So I have my upstairs, my downstairs, as well as outdoor plants. So they all have different environments. My upstairs is typically more tropical. I do live in a desert here okay. in Colorado. So uh, upstairs is typically a lot more humid. And so I have a lot more of my tropical plants. Downstairs, a little bit more of that drought resistant. And of course, the outdoor plants are my good old gardening plants and having okay. like, you know, my herbs and vegetables and whatnot. Wow. Wow. That's insane. Are you going to break 200 anytime soon? Are we planning for that? Or that's like 193 is kind of the moment right now. We're just going to ride it out and see what happens. Well, if I were to get any more, my husband would divorce me before September. As soon as I move, as we move, he's like, you can get as many. You can go up to a thousand if you want plenty. But Joshua oh. will literally divorce me if I get any more before September. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I guess moving that many plants will be very much of a challenge. Yes. All right. <laughs> so I do got to ask, so how does the watering routine go for that? Like, how yeah. do you? So all my upstairs plants are located in my stream room slash bedroom. And they actually all go into the shower once a week. I turn on the shower, keep them in there for like a couple hours to have them drain. Or also they do uh, what's called butt chugging <laughs> in the plant world. So a butt chugging, term. it's essentially what it means. So you get a pot that has, yeah. of course, proper drainage holes and you set that plant into water and it soaks up what water it wants. It prevents overwatering and being able to prevent root rot. So it's okay. really beneficial for the plant. So that's a little so, plant fact for you. <laughs> a, little yeah, no, natural, that's good. a little more natural kind of watering process. That's nice. Exactly. Okay. And like, I have plants upwards from three inches to 12 foot feet tall. So I do have a couple different angles. So of course that watering procedure can't always be done to the same amount of plants. So I obviously can't put my 12 foot tree in my bathroom. <laughs> you get 12 in your, in your 12 foot tree in your, in your house. Yep. Um, I have really good ceilings. Here in Colorado. <laughs> I have a 20 foot ceiling in my bedroom and a 16 foot ceiling in my main living area. Nice. So definitely when you talk about moving, you think about how many, how much ceiling space <laughs> you have in your house for that. Wow. No oh, fans. Yep. <laughs> no fans either. So, so planting, I guess planting has been in your, in your hobby world for a long time. I'm, I'm assuming, cause if you got that many, you'd be collecting for a while or just was something that just all of a sudden started. So actually, um, back in 2016, I started collecting some plants um, when mm -hmm. I lived in the Midwest. Like I started collecting a couple and stuff like that. I only had up to about 20. And then mm -hmm. we decided to move out here to Colorado. And I had to depart with at least most of my collection. I traveled with 13 plants. <laughs> Lucky <laughs> and number. a little tiny Buick Verano. I drove out here with my 13 plants and two dogs. <laughs> Uh, the hubby was in his own car filled to the brim with all of our other stuff. <laughs> but we made it work. We that did works. some questionable looks, you know, at the hotel when I hooked up a plant light to the room. And they're like, what's this purple light go show showing through your door? I'm like, mm, 
It's a plant light. I swear to God. It's a, it's a good plant light. It's a normal it's a good, plant light. Yeah. It's a normal plant light. It's not the kind we need to tell the authorities anything about. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So um, I moved out here. And this is like right before COVID hit, right before anything. Uh-huh. And Colorado is a very was a very new experience for me. I didn't have family. I didn't have friends. All I had was my husband at the time moving out here. And then COVID hits. So I was completely alone, stuck in this little tiny 500 square foot apartments, four by four walls, and I'm just mm. going insane. Yeah. Uh, at the time, my husband's job was an essential worker. So he was working five days a week and I was home all the time in a brand new state with no friends. So I was like, <sighs> how can I have friends? Let's see, gaming, <laughs> which was Animal Crossing at the time, and plants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my when friends. my collection like, went... <sighs> Oh, it was straight I... up. And I actually met a lot of friends that way, too, here in Colorado, doing yeah. plant sales and stuff like that. And actually, one creepy, <laughs> I'm kind of like outing myself on how creepy yeah, I can be ahead. as a person. Go <laughs> uh, All good. Uh, there was this, this is particular plant. It's a Monstera ananasi, which is a very, it's also known as a Swiss cheese plant. It has a bunch of holes in it and everything okay, yeah. else. It's very, very popular. It's just a bit of a vining plant. Always wanted to get one. Never could find one back in the Midwest, but there was a listing on Facebook. And I was like looking through the photos and I'm like, huh, those cabinets look like my cabinets. That flooring looks like my flooring. That hardwood looks like mine. I'm going to ask her, ask this person if they're in the same apartment complex as me. And I did. <laughs> and it was. Now <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we've been friends for four years. <laughs> hey, you know, you sometimes you meet people in ways you're not expecting. So that's good. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> so to pivot our conversation a little bit. So you started talking about streaming or, you know, starting gaming during the pandemic. So is that when you started streaming and everything as well? When you're stuck at home? Actually, no. I started streaming 15 months ago. I have been on Twitch for 16 months. Twitch has been a brand new world for me entirely. So, (laughs) What brought you to Twitch? So actually, One Love Liss, um, she's my soul sister. I went to college with her. She walked me down the aisle when I live streamed my wedding. Um, I remember that. Oh, yeah. We did all that. She actually is the one who got me to Twitch. She was like, hey, Planty, there's this really cool like live streaming app. It's like YouTube, but it's all live. And it's not just for gaming. It's also for like workouts and art and plant stuff and whatnot. And mm-hmm. you should really try it. And then so she started on it and it got me hooked. And I was like, oh, I could do this. I could I could try and do this, you know. So I started out with my Xbox playing Ark Survival Evolved. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. My March 1st of 2022 was my very first stream here on the platform. Wow. That's a little nice. different for us, Jeremy. Most people talk to you like, yeah, we started in the pandemic. I was bored. Yeah. Started, my friend talked to me about it and we started it up. But that's really cool. So you're like brand new to the whole thing. This is fun. All right. So <laughs> I guess what has been like a challenge on this one? Because you started recently. Um, I mean, starting is always a challenge. But what's been the biggest challenge you've seen when you in the streaming world so far? Um especially on Twitch and everything like that, what's the challenge you've come across? I feel like the biggest challenges that you face as an early content creator is mm-hmm. one, burnout. I feel like burnout, especially creative burnout, I'm creative in my day jobs as well. So mm-hmm. that creative burnout is very evidential. So finding ways to really battle that and finding ways to try to surpass that because it is a block. 
it is a door and you have to figure out how to open that door without using the easy, okay, I'm going to take a break. Or sometimes you do need to take a break and that's okay. But just trying to find ways to push open that door. And then secondly, tech issues, you know, every, every streamer and understanding that it's okay to have tech issues. Like tech issues happen to the biggest names, to the smallest names and just like being able to roll with it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, as Jeremy has known many times I've been streaming like my computer decides not to function and then all of a sudden functions at one millionth of its time and everything lights up and things explode and <laughs> it makes for some really fun times yeah Jeremy enjoys that a lot Um, so you said day job and you said it kind of deals with your day job what do you do during the day and then how does that kind of help with your streaming because it seems yeah. like it might help so I'm a director at a home care agency um, and what I do is I deal with all of the marketing, the client and employee retentions, as well as appreciation. And I do form strategic partnerships with nearby hospitals. I do a lot of like marketing based stuff, community liaison, wow. holding things. So it does keep in line with that. And I also have my own separate business for social media management, graphic design outside of that. <laughs> nice. Okay. So we got that. The plan. <laughs> So we're, how do you have any here. time to do anything? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Oh, no, that's that's a great question, though, because like mm. there are times where there are weeks where I am like, bam, 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 going from place to place to place to project to project to project. And that's where that creative burnout comes from and trying yeah. to figure out sometimes you just need to touch some grass, which is <laughs> literally, yes. literally touch some grass and yeah. it gets a little bit better. And it gets, you know, just knowing like, you know, this is only a short time, spart of time. So, yeah, sometimes I'm busier than other usually winter and fall are really busy for me summertime gets a little bit less busy for me when it comes to my day jobs gotcha gotcha as yeah you said day jobs like walk geez all right <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't do that anymore um so you mentioned also pug empire what is pug empire and then you know can i explain that a little bit too I guess. Yeah, of course. So the Pug Empire, you when you hear Pug, you think of this adorable, cuddly dog. Mm-hmm. Actually, it stands for Pickup Group. So the Pug Empire was formed years ago from individuals who felt exiled, who felt like they were the misfits, who mm-hmm. didn't fit in because they felt like they were different. And so the Pug Empire formed this team and formed this community to be able to, one, grow who you are individually but also be able to play games or stream or just be a viewer, just being able to be who you are and being able to be accepted for that. Nice. So it's just a group of like-minded individuals. I like that idea. So, I mean, in that realm, so they, are you a part, are you, I guess, in the Pug Empire, are you just kind of just part of the empire? Are you adding a day another day job to yourself with this empire (laughs) (laughs) in a way in a way so like i am part of the team so there's 12 members of our team yeah all of us are very different we're all from all walks of life all different things all different ages and locations so we have those people in europe people in canada people in america's like there is crazy amount of differences between us um the good thing is it's not your stereotypical stream team where you have to, you know, you this is scheduled and you have yeah. to do this and this and this. It's very relaxed, which is actually kind of more of a breath of fresh air because it's not meant to stress you out. Mm-hmm. If it's stressing you out, then why are you a part of it? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Don't have things steal your own peace when they don't serve you. But that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like with the Pug Empire, you have a have a little bit more, you put on a 
not really a pedestal, but you're put on a pedestal where you're with all these like-minded individuals and you're with all these people who want to be there with you through these challenges, through these triumphants and through everything with it. So it's kind of nice. Yes, I do. I run all their social media (laughs) (laughs) as well with their, as well as uh, Apex and French room. He is also does does a lot of their SEO and whatnot with that. So mm-hmm. yes, it's nice. a little bit a part of my day job, but also <laughs> it's a little bit more relaxed. <laughs> when, you, when you mentioned, it, I kind of felt like you know what? You mentioned it very forward. Like so they're like, you probably are part of something a little bit more ingrained than just being part of it. So I was like, yeah, she's on some kind of ranking there. So good. All right. So you said you've been on Twitch about sixteen months, right? Yes, correct. So then when you were affiliated with it a month, the way you said that, right? Yes. So I like went my marketing brain. Yeah. I (laughs) I think that's helped a lot. Yeah. I was like, that marketing brain probably got you right right to where you needed to be really quickly. Um, Being in the realm of marketing, how about this? Thinking about that a little bit, have you looked at other platforms for streaming? I have. I actually considered uh, TikTok, but unfortunately, TikTok, you have to get a certain amount of followers and yeah. whatnot to be able to have their affiliate code, code to stream on there. So I've actually been pushing a lot more with TikTok recently. I noticed to that too to a little both. bit. I was kind of curious if you were like aiming to do a little bit of that or if you looked at, um, we've talked about like looking at, you know, Kick as being a, another streaming platform that's been challenging that of Twitch. Um, I know YouTube right now is kind of on the when they came to the live streaming a little bit they're kind of getting squished a little bit um but i was kind of curious with that you with your business mindset if you saw anything out there that were like oh maybe this would be interesting so but yeah so i definitely nothing is out of the question of course yes. like I, i'm always down to growth however it's also you don't want to grow too quickly because if you grow too quickly you take a huge bite of that cookie you're going to choke on that cookie so perfect Ooh. yourself in one set of area. Take little bites as you go. That's why I was like, okay, I'm going to first go for Twitch. Let's Until I get comfortable doing and streaming and doing my thing on there, then I'm going to add something else. And that also goes from social media management. Yes, it's great to be everywhere all at the same time, but how is your mental health when you're managing all that? How is your disconnecting part, party for that? Because if you're everywhere and anywhere, you're not going to be there for yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Call. Okay. So you talk about perfecting one thing over another. What is something you're working on right now? What's your perfection that you're you're aiming for before you move on to your next step? Yeah. So right now I'm actually getting more and more into getting like my planty merch out. Okay. <laughs> Just to put that down there. No. I've been wanting to Absolutely. do more and more drawing my own stickers. I did do a whole line on stream called my mm-hmm. uh flesh controller stickers. They're a little morbid, so those who have okay. a little bit weaker stomach and weird things may not want to check them out, but they're essentially what if gaming controllers were made out of body parts. So I make, see this. Make, I like it. <laughs> just a little bit, you know, fun fun thing. A little bit more standing out, and I'm trying to look work a little bit more. The thing about marketing field is it's always improving, always changing. Algorithms change mm-hmm. every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it seems. <laughs> And just finding to be able to find the rhythm and be able to one educate yourself. So it's it's yeah. hard to find that education. Always try and to educate yourself and be able to be on top of the things, but also taking breaks for yourself. Yeah, um, I'm on your fourth wall, your your page. Um, that that uh, N64 controller is um, an eye of the beholder. That is <laughs> a strange, hairy thing. Um, <laughs> The, like it, the stuff on here is like okay good but you threw the hair on stuff i'm like huh. 
it gets a little cr- cringy. Like, you know, like, I don't want to touch that. Oh, Why would I touch no. something that has hair or, or nails hair or moles or pimples or anything like that? It's, a, it's different. It's different. It's, I think it's that, different. Yeah. It's different. Yeah, different that. strokes for different folks. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. Just right there and like, okay. Um, you have kids, like, diabolic. You should, nothing should. You have kids. Nothing should be grossing you out, setting you, making you squeamish, anything like that. I don't know. That first, oh, I remember yeah, raising yeah, my yeah. nephew, and that that first like <laughs> diaper bomb is a nightmare. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have many stories of those. Especially my youngest, he likes to take his diaper off when he was younger, and that thing was mm, that was fun. <laughs> diaper. Also, Jeremy, we're starting potty training in the next. Uh, once I get out of school, we're gonna start potty training again. That's gonna be fun, especially with his attitude. Uh, back to Planty though. Um, we'll stop talking about potties. Um, maybe we will. I don't know. Uh, fourth wall. I've been looking at fourth wall as an opportunity. Have you used fourth wall for a while for merch? So I've used fourth wall for the last six months for my merch as well. Okay. See, I got it from someone named Killam Jillam. She's mm-hmm. a Canadian streamer. She's part of the RSG esports team. Uh, she actually uh, messaged me and was like, hey, Planty, this is a great site for this. And she told me all about the abilities fourth wall has against other merch sites and i i've done a lot of merch for my day jobs mm-hmm. and a lot of different companies like printful printify yeah. you name it i probably tried it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so my biggest thing is quality quantity and being able to produce things on a whim for my community and be able to make things easy the cool thing about fourth wall is that they actually have a twitch integration where instead of subbing or giving you biddies or giving you donations your followers and viewers are actually able to go on fourth wall and actually able to gift a sweatshirt or stickers or tumbler or anything like that to your chat. So it acts as a giveaway tool as well, which it gives a little bit more. They also have memberships. I haven't dived into memberships, but I am a member of Killam Jillam's memberships. And it's just like a sticker club. It's just, you get exclusive rights, just like with Twitch with subs, mm-hmm. you get certain exclusive rights to art or merch or anything like that. That's cool. Nice. Yeah, I was looking at, I've been looking at fourth wall. I used um or I, I part of uh what's one of the spread shop right now. Mm-hmm. Um because I like them because they're very easy to manipulate, like you said, the whole thing with that, and they kind of give discounts for every once in a while. Product though is starting to weigh in on me a little bit on what their product and, and their 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 quality. Um, so I'm just kind of been shopping around. So I saw you on fourth wall, I'm kind of curious. How is that working out? So well, with, with fourth wall, they do a lot of DTG screen printing. They do okay. have the DTFX, um, which I wouldn't recommend for most merch just because What's typically the difference? the difference is so DTG, you don't want it really for neon colors. It's going to be the printing that goes into the fabric. So okay. think of that. that. Okay. It's going to go into the fabric, getting more into more of a screen printed look rather than T- DTF. X. DTFX is like putting a sticker on top like of a piece. Yes. Yeah. It's a little yeah. bit more hard. They typically crack or crumble um, if you wash them the wrong way or you don't take care of them. So mm. they do take a little bit more from that. And of course, the God tier is embroidery. So they do have that yeah. as well. Yeah. So the good thing about Fourth Wall, they have a Discord for support and also for product suggestions. So if there's something that you really want to be part of your shop and it's just not there, at the at the tips of your fingers you're actually able to talk to support and try to put that onto your 
uh, shop, which is kind of cool. And you can sell your own stuff. So I'm actually working with a small business here in Colorado to make little sprout headsets to put on top of your headsets and hold uh, your And I can actually sell that on fourth wall as well as digital stuff. So if I wanted to sell any digital marketing, like prep kits, or if I wanted to sell, let's say backgrounds or anything like that, that I make digitally, you can sell it on there as well. Wow. That's cool. I like wow, that. Wow, wow, wow. How is it? How does they, how will, so with the local place, will you buy a quantity and then they take the quantity to fourth wall? So, or they just kind of, they would pretty much you pour it into, they pour it into fourth wall whenever an order comes through, they'll get an order. They'll get an order. So essentially I am the middleman for that um, because they don't have anybody to go in between. That's not mm. typically for them, especially since it's very, very small business and they don't really have a big name for themselves or anything like that. They just have an Etsy shop that they're starting to pick back up and whatnot. Okay. You do have to be the middleman if you're trying to sell things from your house. But the thing, th- good thing about selling things from your house is that they do have a protective and give you an address to send it to the individual. So that oh. way your information is protected. All right. Okay. So, cool. so you, you sell it yourself from your house mm-hmm. and then you slap a sticker on it and ship it. Got it. All right. That's cool. Very interesting. All right. Do you have homework. I do, Jeremy. I do. <laughs> it's super easy to set up. It shouldn't take you more than five minutes to put up the sites. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. It's, school is ending. I have some free time soon. So we'll see. We'll see. My three years coming up. So maybe we might have a new uh, shop for the three years. Let's see what happens. That's exciting. Yeah, no. I've been doing this for three years. Cheese and crackers. Make me feel old. Um. It sounds weird three years of doing this stuff, but yeah, I feel old. Um, anyways, um, let's see here. Jamie, what questions do you have while I'm, while I'm thinking and lost track here? Because I'm now like over here, my mindset. Okay. Well, I got to <laughs> ask you, I'm going to pivot right back to plants since yeah. I'm actually quite interested. Um, what is your, I was going to say, what's your favorite, like, what's your favorite plant out of all the ones you have? Okay. My favorite plant is my Monsteria Delicio, which her name is Big Booty Judy. <laughs> That's she started out in a six inch pot and now she is six feet across and five feet tall. Wow. <laughs> she has outwardly just stretched out and became her beautiful big booty self. <laughs> and of course, my second one is Beyonce, which is her littler cousin. And what she is, is an elbow. So the, those are specialty plants. Usually there's okay. variegation, specialty plants, more sport hunting for certain plants where I've, I'm ashamed to say I spent $100 for a leaf. But I did. <laughs> hey, all good. But those plants can go upwards to $30,000. Oh, wow. What? Plants are crazy. Yeah. So specialty and sports plants are obnoxiously expensive. Like you can, the prices are ungodly. <laughs> wow. I mean, I, okay, I, I'm in a market of weird things too. I like buy and sell weird stuff. And sometimes people buy stuff for really ungodly numbers and prices. But why plants? Like, well, why are there such a high rating on plants? If you think about it, why would somebody spend $30,000 on a dog? Yeah. Yeah. I would I would be so, like, <laughs> there would be two. I'd be worried about, like, shipping the plant. Like, I, a, I'd be worried, like, hey, I just spent X amount of dollars on this plant, which looks cool. I'm afraid I'm not going to get that exact plant. And then, B, if I was in there, I would be so terrified every time I sold a plant. It didn't even matter. I mean, because there's you can't control everything. 
And that's I the mean, thing. Like when you buy plants on Etsy, Etsy is a very big market for specialty plants. Actually, one of my followers bought me what's a, called a spiral cactus. It literally, it looks like an entire spiral going oh, up seen, into 12, 12 yeah. inches. Nice. Um, she bought me it through my throne and it said it was delivered. It was never delivered. And this is the dead of winter right before I'm leaving for the honeymoon, the height oh. of everything. It's negative 30 degrees out. And I'm like, I'm literally crying. So the, actually the shop, talk, I talked to the shop and the shop is very, they're used to these things. They're like one in every 10 gets lost or stolen. I'm used to wow. that. Oh, wow. The piracy with packages nowadays is just so evidential. You, that's why you have liability and insurance on these things. So that way, if it gets lost or stolen or anything like that, usually the shops are able to be like, okay. But typically when you ship out a plant, it's usually bare rooted. So that means it has no, it's not in any dirt or anything like that. It has a wet paper towel around it and wrapped up and usually with a heating pad so that way it doesn't get cold okay. so it's like a little bundle up like a little burrito <laughs> kind of I, like it. I like that yeah that is interesting sure. i'm still lost on the plants i'm like so sooner like i said all with a lot of things right now and i'm kind of just trying to process some thought <laughs> so oh, that's like, a-okay <laughs> it's like going through like learning a lot really quickly i'm like wow yeah that's what that's what i would say i'm like i almost got like paralysis analysis i'm like oh i want to ask a question about that and that but i'm yeah, like I, I don't want to sit here process where i want to go here with the next conversation but yeah yeah plant wise I'm, i like gardening i like doing that too it's, it's a summer hobby for me i like it a lot in the summer um i have in my front yard a bunch of hostas because they don't they can grow on cement um and grow under any conditions they love them and they grow big and then have these big elephant ones they're just mad like they're bigger than my younger one i planted them years ago or not a couple years ago and they're already like five feet tall they're huge um dilemma i have is i have a a, a salisbury bush that's not surviving so we have to figure out what to do with that one um but other than that that's kind of it i mean that's my world of whatever grows that can like live high plant <laughs> like you know it's i live in michigan it, it needs to like be able to all of a sudden like whoa we're gonna be like negative 30 one night we gotta survive um so but yeah um but jeez thirty thousand dollar plant anyways um <laughs> i would dare to find that in my house oh trust me like it's just what it's like one of those things that are expensive in your house but nobody knows yeah <laughs> and you just see it every so. day like wow i wow okay well that's <laughs> what i was gonna say i've never had somebody like i've never i've never had a personal fear of somebody breaking into my house to take plants maybe i need to maybe i need to reevaluate because i may have some stuff that's valuable we, and not even know it yeah we, we might have plans we have some ideas here in the future we might not need to record this but we have to talk off recording we could probably do some good jumping running around some backyards or something yeah like a cartel <laughs> we'll just live stream us running like running for our lives with people's plants just our hands. so we're uh, pet yeah. plant napping um anyways uh you said you oh, before you, you carry a bunch of different hobbies so streaming is a hobby gaming is a hobby planting is a hobby do you have any other hobbies you want to yeah know? um oh, right now i'm self-teaching myself how to tattoo <laughs> so cool. Yeah, so I do that with fake skin. I okay. haven't done real skin at this time like, yet. I've done fruits and veggies, and of course, I've done fake skin. So that is a new hobby that I've hyper fixated on and started exploring. I also, you know, do a lot of hiking. I am in Colorado Rockies, yeah, yeah. and there's a lot of really good hiking spots as well as paddle boarding. We're big paddle boarders, especially in the summertime. We go every weekend, and we just have a good time with that. Tattooing. 
I mean, I guess with the graphic design natural pull and seeing your work you did there on the the, the, the creepy hairy controllers, um, understandable. So, like, what brought you to the idea of tattooing? Do you have a lot of tattoos? You're like, you know, I like tattoos. Let's rock and roll. Or you just yeah. So I do have day. about six tattoos, and I was like, you know what? This seems like I, I feel like I could do this. You know, yeah. my toxic trait is honestly thinking I can do anything in the world if I teach myself. <laughs> so apparently. <laughs> I mean, it's like positive. You think about it that way. You're like, I'm going to teach myself how to do something to better myself. I guess. You know what I mean, well, it's also like, okay, I'm going to put my entire wallet to this too. So that's a little well, that's, bit of a toxic part. Like naturally toxic. It's just natural. You know, yeah, there goes my you. wallet. If I'm going to be buying a $150 machine. Like, <laughs> I got you on that. So what got me into tattooing? I kept getting videos on TikTok and I was like t- teaching oh, people cool. how to do tattoos. And I'm like, hmm. This seems really interesting. It feels like I have the ability to be able to do it. And so my tattoo machine is actually looks like a pen. So just like, just like drawing normally is just on skin. So I was like, okay, Uh I can do this. So I ordered everything off of Amazon because apparently you can get anything off of Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you can. And I've been practicing for the last uh, couple months. So who's your first uh, uh, victim, I mean, client that you're planning on using it on? My, my, my first victim is going to be my uh, brother-in-law. Ooh. <laughs> He's what? been asking and asking and asking. So I'd be like, you know what? You're going to be my first one. He just wants um, something in Spanish to be tattooed on his leg. So Okay, cool. All right. I was thinking, do you want some crazy, like, elaborate design or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> like, yeah. Eventually, yeah, eventually. Four-hour tattoo in later. Let's go. Go big or go home. <laughs> yeah. I have a bunch of tattoos, and I know a lot of my artists, I, you know, either personally or just like in friends. Um, and they said like the biggest problem with tattoos is fatigue. Like doing the work is great and it's easy, but the biggest issue is like you get those guys that want to do some really cool designs and they want to do all the different cool techniques, but they're like, they just get tired mm-hmm. and you're doing it. And it's, it's really, you know, strainful on the hands and everything. Cause it's, it's vibrations. It's like constantly doing that and it causes fine motor skills man yeah you get tired the concentration on top of that i mean people can barely can barely watch a 45 second tiktok video more or less concentrate on a tattoo yeah or you people like me that are terrified of needles and when they start doing it i sweat like instantaneously um and the one guy that did my leg literally laid across my leg but i was sweating so much his shirt was drenched (laughs) from my leg sweat no we're gonna tranquilize you he was like (laughs) He's like, he's like, I've had worse, but I've had less. And this is really, I'm going to go take a shower now. I'm like, I'm <laughs> sorry, man. I go, I just instantaneously sweat. That's what happens. I don't like, <laughs> but I like tattoos. And it's really weird. I know, but it just is what my body does. And so, yeah, he's like, there's been people that have kicked him in the face. when he does like leg ones. Oh, and snap. he's like, people start snap, like they'll, they'll slap them. Cause they'll like go to the arm and just, like instantaneous reactions. <laughs> And he's like, yeah. So you really need to yeah. like. I'd hope you don't get a, get a squiggly line on your oh arm. Oh my like, god! He goes, he goes. I was wondering because he kept tapping me, and then he would tap me again, and then he would start to actually work. Uh, and I was like, wait oh. for that moment. He's like, he's like, he's like. So when people say they don't like needles, I tap you to see if you react, and reflex, then I start yep. to go at it. And I'm like, oh. He's like, yeah. I learned that because I hit somebody who did that, and they did the line. He's like, I hit. They hit me, and I hit the floor. <laughs> they smacked me. I'm like, that makes sense. So now you go, now you got a little trick there. So when you start doing tattoos, tap them once, make sure they don't reflect, and then go ahead. I just tie them all down. 
We'll just that do that. I was just going to say, or, yeah, just say, strap them in. Give them, give them an ambient, knock them out for a couple hours. Put them out a hospital bed, just yeah. down. They'll wake, yeah, they'll wake up okay. Yeah. What is more terrifying? You walk into a tattoo parlor, is a hospital bed, a very sterile thing, <laughs> snapping on gloves. All right, lay down, let me strap you in. Like, that was most, that was yeah. fear right there. I'd be like, did I walk into something kinky? Like, I'm going to go leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I need to make them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did get a tattoo from a guy. My first tattoo, this is a good story. First tattoo I got, I went to his place. Really probably should have walked out when I went in there, but I didn't. I was 18. I wanted the tattoo. We're going to make it happen. The guy was working on his car in the parking lot before I walked in. So he's all greasy, all up and down his arms. And I walked in. He's all oh, you're here for a tattoo, man. I'm like, yeah, I am. He's like, all right, you're 18, right? I'm like, yeah, here's my ID. He's like, don't need it, man. I trust you. Let's get you in the back. I was like, you're the one doing my tattoo? Okay. This is the dumb ways to die. I have had so many of those stories in my life. Um, oh. And I'm sitting there like, he came back. Yeah, he was clean. He put gloves on. It was all sterile for the most part. But I was like, that probably is where you get infections from right there. Yeah, there's a hepsy. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lesson learned there that I needed to not do anymore. So let's see one, two, three, five, five tattoos later. We're good. So <laughs> anyways, Oh geez. Okay. So we got that down. You do that. Jeez. Okay. So when you go to streaming, what is your, your gaming of choice? Like what is the thing? Cause I see on here, you pretty much said you started with uh, an Xbox, right. Mm-hmm. And did that whole fun thing. That's how I started. It's a great way to start. Um, and then you get really angry and decide you want to do cool things and you get yourself a computer and you start doing cool things. I guess, what is your game of choice? So my main game of choice, of course, is Fortnite because Ooh, the ability okay. to be able to screw around and find out. And it is, <laughs> it's, it's, it's very high. It is a lot of yeah, fun, especially with is. friends. You know, I love being able to do solos, but I my bread and butter for Fortnite is doing squads with me and my friends or me and my community because we always have a mm-hmm. great time. Um, it's the reason why I'm pushing to get to a thousand followers on Twitch um, so that way I can get my creative code and I can make my own little jungle safari planty style island and be able Ooh. to have fun with that. <laughs> nice. That will be real cool. Yeah, I've been falling into Fortnite. I like to say that because I'm older. I didn't do the Fortnite back in the day when everyone was doing it. And I was like, oh, let me try this out. And I got into it. I'm like, this is actually kind of fun. I will it admit it. I made fun. so much. I made so many jokes about it. But like, this is a good time. I'm enjoying myself. It's not so stressful. They do have ranked if you want the little sweat sweats. But I typically could do no builds. And me and my friends, so you know, it doesn't matter if you're super good or you're super crap. We're just out here to have fun. (laughs) My tagline is Midwest and Midwest. And that's what I bring to the table. That's all I got. (laughs) There's no need for me to get smacked down by a 12-year-old. I don't need any of that in my life. So, but you put me on some Pokemon Stadium, and I'm gonna nuke some nerds. I'll, I'll just say Ooh, that. Pokemon <laughs> Stadium. <laughs> I love nice. it. The OG, the N64 version. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I'll what you know. Some that's, nerds. That's what. You, us, okay. I don't know how old you are, but I'm gonna say about us old people. When we get the old games out, they kids lose it. My youngest, oh. I pulled out the old Mario and started showing him that. He's like, "What is this, Dad?" I go, "This is where I started." And he's like you're old i go yes i know <laughs> welcome to the golden age and he's like this is horrible I'm like shut up kid go away <laughs> <laughs> i am in the hashtag over 30s club so cool. i am yes. i 
I'm you're among know, friends. I'm you're amongst among, friends. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I may not look like it. I have been blessed very well with, you know, jeans. I will say that. Yes. But um, I started out with the like Sega Genesis playing uh, Zombie Ate My Neighbors. If you know that game at all. Yeah, absolutely. Not many people do, but I started out playing that. And we like, I always remember me and my siblings. I was the youngest of three. By Ooh, yep. Yep. So my siblings so you got, were you had way older controller. than me. Yep. You had the karate controller that most likely wasn't plugged in. Mm-hmm. You had to make sure and write down all the remembrance codes because there's no save back then. You had to get the codes every five or 10 levels yes. to be able to put in, to be able to go back to your spot. Yeah, so we yeah. would be playing, playing, playing just to try to beat go to level 99 yeah <laughs> we'd write them down in the back of that page or two they gave you in the instruction no books page. for notes right. yep yes. you got yes. it <laughs> what are these no pages for all the code you need to remember like oh yeah when games just come out be a game you have to buy anything else anyways back in my day oh geez. <laughs> yeah man they're great um Sega Genesis. that's a good starter um why did I lose my train of thought? And I keep you're losing old. today. You just said I am this. old. I am old. <laughs> I'm an old gamer. Yes, I know. Uh, so when you when you're saying Fortnite, you play that. Um, I saw last recently you uh, did a duo game with the cheesy dad, which he's been on our podcast before. What was that game? So that I game was called Bread and Fred. It was a, it's a platformer. <laughs> To be to be H, me and Cheesy aren't good at platforming games, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, during that time, my OBS crashed. Completely oh, crashed. And then oh. my gaming screen crashed. So Cheesy had to communicate because apparently I could still play. I just couldn't see. So I was <laughs> I had to stream up and, you know, there's that 5, 10, 15 second delay. Oh. And he's just oh. telling, telling me, Planty, jump. And I'm like, which way do I jump? Which way? He's like, left. No, my other left. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, it's just a really fun game. It's a quick game off of Steam. It's 15 bucks. It's a lot of fun. It's a two-player person or a solo game. Yeah. And you're able to play with each other. And you're these, these little penguins tied to each other and you have to work through it it's kind of a dumbed down version of it takes two so gotcha. it's a, it is a lot of fun and talking about it takes two we're actually going to be doing some future streams cosplaying as one another while playing it takes two Ooh. <laughs> that would be fun. i like that oh yeah oh, i remember now my question you said pokemon stadium you brought up pokemon who's your who's your top five Pikachu, 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 Pikachu. I'm sorry. Aww. I I have grown. Listen, I, the reason why I, I say this. I see him back there. I see him back there. And you said it five times. Mm. Just listen. No. Listen. Ever we since cool. I was five years old, mm. ever since I was five years old, I have collected Pikachu things. Mm. I have costumes. I have onesies. I have stuffed animals i have so much stuff that's pikachu that i don't like to admit but <laughs> but yeah There's no the, the reason why i say that it's not because like honestly as spicy as i am i would not be in the fighting world of pokemon i'm gonna be out there doing my hippie self in the forest make my own little jungle hippie area with my mm. pokemon just go on pikachu be. world me and my little you. pikachu is just I'm around with a bunch of little gremlin mouses. Like that just that's, to me. That speaks to volumes too. I got it. I feel listen. it. I feel it. <laughs> I feel it. You before you hate. Before you I hate. Now, if we're doing I'm... battling, that's, you know, that's uh, different. That's a little different. I got you. I feel it. Hey, I got you. It's a little different. You, you walk into a Pikachu full tilt. I got you. Um, yeah. Well, who do you <laughs> like? 
have, have you watched the journey the last season no. of ash uh, I am always in the Go League top 150 po- 51 Pokemon. Well, I'm saying 150. Nothing else exists. Season, the last one came out, and I'm watching it because I got I have this Ash's last farewell. I mean, I started with Ash back when I was in middle school. Um, <laughs> I, I, was, I was in elementary school. It's all right. In middle school. Right. Um, so I started with them back then. So I got to finish with them in my you know later 30s. Um, <laughs> so. I gotta give him the high five. My one of my friends saw it and he said it was really hard to watch last season. And the last episode he watched the dub version of it. He's like, I was crying. I'm like, dude, oh. I don't want to do this. So I've been watching and my son's been getting into it too. He's like, what is this? Like Pokemon. Oh. I'm like, yeah, welcome. Oh, welcome. Welcome your to your existence. <laughs> this will be your life. Enjoy. <laughs> For the next uh, 30 years, 40 next, years. <laughs> next to forever. I'm a child. I've been stuck in seventh grade for 20 20 years oh well teaching it for now 11 years but pretty much 20 years of my life it's like <laughs> seventh grade so oh geez this conversation's gone awry what else hey you got, i told you i told you i have a huge book hey. of things yes, <laughs> you chaos at its best world. but i like it i do so. say you, you wrote on here somewhere i saw chaotic streamer so oh I, for sure i mean during halloween it's typically a, a lot of chaotic streams because i do uh special effects makeup and Ooh. so I do that a lot on the side. I've done a lot of different what things. What do you do? I'm a jack of many trades, master of none. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, I self-taught myself how to do makeup back in I 2011. And of course. Yeah. <laughs> and I've gotten progressively better. I've done Nebula from Guards of the Galaxy. I've done Venom. I've done Van Gogh. <laughs> mm, that would be cool. I did a lot of cool different things on stream wise. Of course, I've done Poison Ivy. That's my most requested. That makes sense. <laughs> I've done like different witches, voodoo queens, and uh, my favorites are doing cyborgs and zombies and stuff like that. So That's I used so to work good. at haunted houses and haunted mazes and whatnot with that in the Midwest. So mm, I did a lot found, of fun yeah. things with that. Yeah. That's what I'll be known for those haunted things. So every Halloween, there mm. seems to be 17 million in the area to show up. So. Haunted hay rides, hey. Always. <laughs> Pumpkin patches, haunted hayways, apple cider. That's all it was. So. That's what I miss, though. I miss yeah. that about the Midwest. You don't get that. You don't get that in Colorado because mm-hmm. you don't get those reds and oranges, the apple orchards, anything like that. So, like, we get pumpkin patches, but they're not real pumpkin patches. The steak comes in and throws some th- pumpkins in a field and call it a pumpkin saying. patch. <laughs> I saw that the other day at a pumpkin, or last fall at a pumpkin patch. I was riding around in the you know thing, and some guy was pulls up in the trailer and just starts dumping pumpkins into the field. I'm like, what is this? It, it's, what is you're this being space? bamboozled. It's a you're shame. being bamboozled. <laughs> the veil has been taken away from me. This is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways. All right. So we are coming closer to our hour to the end. I got to say that it's about 10.50 now. Um, so we're getting close to our end here. Uh, what is something that you would want our listeners to walk away with um, either like a life thing you want to say or a streaming thing that say, hey, this is what you want to do for streaming or even a marketing stage. So that's kind of your your thing. What is something you would recommend to uh, somebody listening that's starting the streaming world or has been in it forever and they need something new to think of? Never get discouraged. I think that's the biggest thing that we need to tell ourselves and really introspect on ourselves because numbers dip and dive and dodge. You know, the five D's a dodgeball. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, numbers change and that can really affect your mentality. 
doesn't matter if you've been streaming for a month. doesn't matter if you've been streaming for 27 months. It can really affect you. And if it affects you, you can put that on stream or onto a new hobby or onto your circle or anything like that. So never get discouraged. Know that progress is never linear and it's always back, forth, upwards, downwards. It's just pretty much the Willy Wonka's glass elevator. It's going to go where it wants to go. Mm -hmm. But you have to really just, you know, pick yourself back up, try different things, try new things and never feel like you're ever going to feel like you're going to be not yourself, you know, try things that are a little funky, wonky, you know, those little weird things that you do on the side and your mannerisms, we call them plantyisms because I do make up words. So (laughs) we call plantyisms in my community, but (laughs) just know that if you're being your authentic self, people are going to love you. And if they don't, you don't need that. So never discourage yourself, never damper yourself and always be your authentic self. Wonderful. I appreciate that. That was a good way to end it. I appreciate that. Jeremy, you have anything else to add to that? Or No, no. I was just okay, going to say. Uh, so you shouldn't. Don't do yeah, anything. No, I don't want to ruin a moment. Yeah, I, say, I don't want to ruin We're a good a moment. moment right now, Jeremy. Yeah, don't yeah exactly. It. I am. Don't I'm destroy. Going to get my little water bottle spray bottle. Back. Yeah. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> Well, yeah. well, we want to say we want to appreciate you for coming out here. Um, and again, I appreciate you. Again, you were one of the the group that my short list of getting streamers on here and you on there. This is waiting for the right time to ask. So I appreciate you jumping on here and and you bring bring the chaos with you. It's great. The conversation was wonderful. We went all over the place. You actually derailed me multiple times in, in this conversation, which is really kind of hard to do. It sounds weird, but it's so difficult for me to do sometimes. <laughs> Um, but you really got me off my uh, tilt there. So it's really good. And I appreciate that. Um, but uh, yeah, appreciate you being on here. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for the invitation. This is a new experience for me. So I really appreciate that doing it with, you know, friends and yeah, be able to have awesome. such a, you know, nice and lighthearted conversation. I had a blast and I hope to possibly do be doing more in the future. Awesome. We'll keep you on the list for sure. Definitely. Definitely. Thank you for coming on again. Of course. Yes. And hey, Jeremy, did we get any reviews that I need to mention? I did not see any word wise. So I, I know that no. I know, like I put out there, the, the cheesy dad did put on the Twitterverse that he was been listening to us multiple times while he was doing some work around the house, um, which I can really imagine him running around the house with his hats on and like dusting things off and doing <laughs> his things and jumping all over the place, listening to us talk. So, hey, cheesy dad, how are you? Thank you for the review. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. Anyways, but hey, as I said that, if you can, if you are listening, please give us some stars, some reviews, pass our information along to your friends. That's really appreciative. That does help us grow a little bit more and gets us into a little more ears and so that people know who we are and, you know, get plenty out there as well. So let's do that. So please give us some information, give us some love. And if you do leave a review on any of our sites, we will read it out loud on our um, recordings. So please do so. On that. Jeremy, anything else before we walk out the door? Um, no, I was just gonna say whatever one that if if it some some lets you leave a you know star rating, um, that's cool. Uh, let us just know; we can still shout you out. Some actually will let you you know leave a comment or review. No, no two are the same, so definitely yeah. understand. But uh, appreciate it. All right, uh, Jeremy, you have a wonderful evening, Planty. Thank you for coming on, and potatoes. <laughs>